What is up? Hey, welcome to the Sound of Sergey podcast episode 16. Uh, I like to call this the 4 a.m. edition because that is when I'm recording this. I'm recording this at pretty much 4 in the morning. I usually record these at night, which I do enjoy better. But when I do that, it ends up being that I record it at about midnight and I get to bed at 1, which is not sustainable if I'm going to wake up at 3.30 every day. Which, yes, last episode I told you about how changing the school schedule has made me change some things in my schedule. And that is an example. I have to get up way earlier. Could these crickets be any louder? I feel like you can probably hear them on the recording right now. Listen. I don't know if you heard that, but these crickets are quite loud. So welcome to the 4 a.m. edition of The Sound of Surrey. I'm going to try to have a little bit, uh, at least somewhat of the same amount of energy that I have when I record these at night, because when I would record these at night, I'd drink like eight cups of espresso, get all hyped up. I'd It'd be like I'm on cocaine, and then I'd record it, and it would make me be able to speak in a very um, streamlined, I'm speaking in a way where it's not, you know, the first few episodes where there's a 20-second pause between each phrase that I say. I'm going to try to avoid that. And that happened when I would record in the morning. So I'm going to try to have a decent level of energy this episode. Could the school have started out any worse? <laughs> um, I don't I, I don't want to say worse like it's bad. Like it's the... I don't, I don't want to say worse, like it is the epitome of what is bad, but it, it, the school started with, okay, hold on, how about this, I'm going to give you some explanation first, if you don't know, McCracken, we just started going back to in-person learning, this was Tuesday that I started, because I'm group A, and I love how I'm just giving out information today. I'm, I'm just being very secure. Very Security is top-notch here at Servanov HQ. Group A started Tuesday. And they started with the smoothness. And they started with the grace of a 13-year-old pimply boy trying to flirt with, like, Anna de Armas or something. Like, imagine, like, a 13-year-old dude trying to flirt with a super hot chick, like AOC level of attractive. Imagine that occurring. That is how smoothly they began this school year, which is not very smooth. To give you an idea, when you walk in, they're supposed to take your temperature. They did that for me. They're like, hold out your wrist. I was like, oh, geez, let's calm down a little bit. Held out my wrist. They took my temperature. Then the next thing they're supposed to do is they're supposed to ask you a series of questions. Have you had a cough? Have you been puking? Did you come in contact with any uh, uh, Ukrainians in the last two weeks? I'm like, no, no, no. That's what's supposed to happen. What actually happened was I walked in. They took my temperature, and they're just like, get to class right now. I'm like, geez, okay. They did not ask me any questions, which... um, 
doesn't make me uh, feel very good about the security, but I mean, I don't care. They've already stopped doing something that they allowed doing anyway. Because when I went there, I went there the first day, and if you were social distancing, you could take off your mask. Like if there were enough, because I was in a class where it was two people, me and one of my ex's sisters. (laughs) So... There's two people in that class. There's more than enough room to social distance. We just took our masks off. It was a fun time. We were talking about, you know, hey, you tried this new flavor of yogurt? No. Have you tried this new whatever? And we were just having a conversation. We we had the masks off. That was fine. Supposedly, literally five minutes after that day ended, they're like, all right, listen, please keep your masks on the entirety of the day. You can take them off when you eat, and that is all. And supposedly, I have some insider information, which is a teacher told me. (laughs) Um, Supposedly, from what I understand, the school plans to go back to virtual anyway. They are pretty much expecting, yeah, in about a month, we're going to go back to virtual. The in-school is not going to last very long. They don't even think it's going to last. They don't even... It isn't going to last long. We are going to be in school for like a month. And then we're going to go back to virtual, which is why we're doing Edgenuity, which makes me want to die. Any... Like, from now on, there's going to be a hierarchy of teachers at the top being the teachers who do not use edgenuity because the teachers who use edgenuity immediately no one likes them which is sad because even the teachers don't want to use edgenuity because supposedly it's even worse for teachers to use they're doing it because probably just the state mandates it and the board gets freaking money from it the board gets money The school gets money. No one actually wants to use the program, but they have to because they get money because that's what the public education system is all about. It's about getting money and indoctrinating and brainwashing people to be robots, to serve big businesses, big corporations. Hey, go to UPS. UPS, if you go to Murray, whatever, if you go to Murray and you work at UPS, they'll pay for your college. I had an ex-girlfriend who was doing that. She didn't even want to work at UPS. She hated it, but she wanted free college. They're getting paid off. That's how they make their money. Why do you think colleges are, are have these big, giant brick buildings? Why do you think they have these big, giant libraries? Why do you think they have a library the size of the freaking Alexandrian library? Because they're getting paid off they're getting paid off by freaking Tom Cruise. They're getting paid paid off by all these big giant rich people, by all these big giant governments to give them money so they can indoctrinate people. Hey, work at Amazon, work at UPS, work at uh, uh, Starbucks, work at whatever, work at Buffalo, work at all these big giant evil corporations who are trying to basically ruin your life and make money for themselves and give people a worse product. That's what it's trying to do. Why would you actually think that schools care about you? Why would, what benefit does that give them? Except it makes them look better. That, that may, that's a decent argument. But besides that, 
what reason does a school have to make sure that you succeed? They don't. It is just to look good on their reputation, which is why if you like, you could literally go into school and bring hard drugs and you won't get arrested for it. You'll get a school. You want to know why? Because they don't want the word out being that, oh, a student got arrested because then that's a blemish on their name. They just privately and secretly put them like, oh, let's go to a school. Don't tell anyone. Because no one cares in the news if, oh, McCracken County High School student goes to A school. No one cares. But if someone goes, McCracken County High School student gets arrested for dealing drugs around the school, then that makes the school look bad. And then they lose money, which is what they're there for. Anyway. I would like to think that teachers don't listen to this podcast. And they don't. I'm sure they don't. I don't know why a teacher would, but if they ever did, I'd probably notice a lower grade. <laughs> That's probably what would happen. Ah, dude, French pressing your coffee is the move right there. That is how you get the best cup is you French press it. By the way, if you haven't noticed in the morning, my voice is way, way deeper. If I'm recording... When I usually record, which is midnight, I'm like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the sound of Sergey. But now I'm like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the sound of Sergey. Sergey ASMR. Let's, uh, let's uh, eat some Cheetos and a mukbang or something. That's that's how it sounds in the morning because I guess this is some, I, I guess just voices sound deeper in the morning. I found that when I wake up from naps. My voice sounds deeper, and just in general, when I speak in the morning, my voice sounds deeper. Now, granted, speaking for 30 minutes in the morning is not going to help my uh, choral performance when I go to Varsity Singers and Men's Choir today. Um, speaking of which, I love in-person schooling. That's not a... There's no doubt about it. If you know me, one of my photo projects is about McCracken County High School, and it's a four-year-long project, all four years of my schooling years there. And it's about basically what my experience, the McCracken County High School experience, what I love about it. How is it awesome? And there's so many ways that it's awesome. I love it so much. It's like it is my second home, and I love all the people there. It is amazing. So obviously, I'm going to want to go to in-person schooling. There's no way on earth that I'm not gonna go to in-person schooling. And that's what I did. Like I said, it was awkward, but obviously you meet up with a whole bunch of your friends, which is a great time, I love it. Second hour, well, first thing, second hour, I'm sitting directly next to an ex of mine and we did not split on what you call good terms. Like, the, like it's probably some of the worst terms you could ever leave on. Cause after me, she dated some drug dealer who then threatened to kill me if I told her why she left me for him, which was for drugs. But I don't want to tell any more about that story because, again, I don't want him to, you know, threaten to kill me again because he did that twice, and I'd like to avoid that. And no, I'm not going to say his name, but if you know, you know. I'm sitting right next to uh, that ex, who I'm sure is a fine person, 
I'm not someone who is against becoming friends with one of your exes, you know, after a while. Like, I'm someone who believes you can for sure be platonic friends with someone who you have dated before. It, it, I've done it. It's happened many, many times. So I'm not someone who believes you can't do that. At the same time, if your current boyfriend puts hits out on you, that sort of sours the taste in your mouth of that possibility of a friendship. Like, imag- like this is what that's like. Imagine if I dated a chick and I don't have to think of a pseudonym this time because it's not a real person at all. Let's say I date a chick named, uh, let's say I date a chick named Wendy. Let's say I, let's say I date the, the Wendy's mascot, the chick Wendy from the Wendy's mascot. Let's say I date her. That's a, that's a good question. Would I date the Wendy's mascot? Hold on. Uh, the, the other thought, the thing I was about to say before, I'll, I'll get to that later, but would I date the Wendy's mascot? And that that's a good question in general. Would you date like what are some mascots that you would uh date? Like I would probably date the Wendy's mascot. I will say I don't know about I know in the commercials they got a a pretty attractive redhead chick, but also on the signs like they get like the way she's painted on the signs and make her looks like she's 12, which is not okay. Definitely no. If that's the case, but if it's the chick from the commercials, 100%, I would, I would slide in the DMs. If it was the chick from the Wendy's commercial, I would definitely slide in the DMs of the chick who plays Wendy in the Wendy's commercials. Uh, Flo from Progressive. Would you date Flo from Progressive? Now we got to think about this. Flo from Progressive is not attractive. She kind of gives off a Karen vibe, but... Do you think that you'd get perks on your home and auto insurance? Because I'm about to turn 18 in the near, near future. Won't say when. I mean, who cares? If you know me, you know what my birthday is. You know when I'm turning 18. You know when I'm turning legal. <laughs> Socket blue. Um, so I'm almost going to be 18. That's something I need to be thinking about. What insurance am I going to get? Do I need to bundle my home and auto insurance? Like, you got to make a choice. Are you going to date Flo from Progressive or the uh, the Geico commercial, the little lizard? That's the choice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, that's a, that's a would you rather right there. Would you rather date a literal salamander who is five inches tall or would you date an actual human woman? <laughs> would you rather? I'm going to go out on a limb and and say I would rather date Flo from Progressive. Now, who's some other Ronald McDonald? <laughs> would you date Ronald McDonald? Me personally, no, because I'm kind of scared of. I have a story about Ronald McDonald. Not for real, but this was a dream that I had that made me scared of clowns. Since then, before then, I was fine with clowns, but I was scared of clowns after this. This had to have happened. By the time I was at least four, because I remember the dream took place in Kentucky, and that was when I moved here. So here's what happens. The dream, we go to the McDonald's, and we're on some road trip. We're on some road trip, and obviously, when you're four years old, 
you have, you've got a family of five, including you, you're four years old, you're going to stop at McDonald's to get stuff because your parents couldn't care less. There's like, yeah, let's get some McDonald's. They pull into McDonald's and we all go in, but I decide to stay out. I'll stay outside and just sort of stand near the car while they go in and get their stuff, which is not a good idea. Don't ever leave your child alone in a McDonald's parking lot. Because that is the way to get SVU'd. Now, in this dream, I'm standing outside. I'm minding my own business. It's a great time. But I'm standing there, and I see from, from in the distance, Ronald McDonald is there. And he starts to come towards me. And remember, at this point, I'm not scared of clowns. So I'm like, hey, it's Ronald McDonald. He's, gonna, he's probably going to give me like a free Happy Meal or something. I'm going to get a free Batman toy. I'm going to get a free ice cream or whatever back when the ice cream machines worked. So Ronald McDonald starts to slowly approach me as a five-year-old boy. He starts to approach me and I see in his hand he has an ice cream cone. I go, sweet, I'm about to get some free ice cream from Ronald McDonald. This is about to be a good time. He comes to me and he says, I forget what he says in the dream. But he says to me, hey, little boy, you want some ice cream? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I take, and he leans down and hands me the ice cream cone. I take the ice cream cone and I'm looking straight down at the ice cream cone. So I don't see Ronald. He's so far removed. He's not even in my peripheral vision. I'm just looking straight down at the cone and I stick my tongue out and I lick the ice cream cone and I lick it and I'm still looking down. I'm like, what the heck is that? This is an ice cream. And I lick it again. What is this? And I realize this is an ice cream. This is sour cream in an ice cream cone. And now I start to worry. And then I look up. It's not just Ronald McDonald anymore. It is several Ronald McDonald's in a circle surrounding me. And they're all holding sour cream in ice cream cones. Sour cream ice creams. They're all holding that and they're laughing at me like in a chant. They're surrounding me in a circle. I'm this five-year-old defenseless little boy all on my own. And I've just been tricked. I've been played. I'm in a sticky situation. I'm in a scared situation. I don't know what to do. And I'm being surrounded in a posse by all these clones of Ronald McDonald laughing in my face, humiliating me while holding holding sour cream and ice cream cones. They're laughing at me because I've been humiliated. I've been, I've been made a fool. And they're laughing at me in a circle. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I wake up from the dream. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what made me scared of clowns for the longest time. Nowadays, as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten wiser in my older age, I'm talking like I'm like 80. I'm talking like I'm on my deathbed. As I've gotten older, I'm not afraid of clowns anymore. And here's the thing that's funny. The the movie that made me not scared of clowns anymore, it was actually the 1990 It TV miniseries, which a lot of people say made them scared of clowns. That cured my fear of clowns. So if anything, I have that movie to thank for curing my fear of clowns, my cholerophobia as they say. Anyway, back to what I was saying before about Wendy. 
Um, let's say I'm dating a chick. Wow, I really went on a tangent there. What was I talking? I was talking about. Let's say I'm dating a chick named. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's say I'm dating a chick named Wendy. The relationship is going good, but also just at a certain point, like the relationship, it needs to end. Because sometimes that happens. Nothing's going wrong. The person didn't do anything. The person didn't do anything wrong. It's not something else. Ha- it's just, listen, it's time. You you guys know what I'm talking about. You've been in this situation for sure. This is a, this, this just happens in life. Let's say I'm dating a chick named Wendy. That happens. I break up with her and it's peaceful terms. But then... I decide I'm going to date this other chick named uh, Chrysanthemum or something. I don't know. It's the first name I could come up with. Don't judge me. I'm dating this chick named Chrysanthemum. And then Wendy goes out and becomes a stand-up comedian. And she gets a podcast. She gets a, she gets an, a TV segment. She gets a very popular show. With many, many views. And in that, you know, she'll make a couple jokes here and there about her relationship with me, Sergey Ivanov. Now, I know that I, as a comedian, Sergey Ivanov, the comedian, I'm fine with that. If, so, if a girlfriend wants to do that, I don't care. She can do that all she wants. That is her right. I'm never going to get offended at someone else's jokes about me. Because I have no room to talk. I'm a comedian. I understand that. But let's say Wendy, after the breakup, she starts doing that. And then Chrysanthemum goes and says in a private DM with Wendy, Hey, Wendy, if you don't shut up, I'm going to pull up and shoot you. And then another time she goes, If you don't stop saying stuff like this on the news, I'm going to pull up, quote unquote. That is basically what happened to me. (laughs) Um, So that is not... A situation conducive to becoming platonic friends with your ex, if that happens. That is not a situation that opens the door to that happening. But there are good things about going back to school. For example, I tell you about my friend Elliot a lot. Elliot is a great guy. I love him to death. He's the sweetest dude. He's awesome. One of my best friends of all time. He sits... I'm sitting right next to him in one of my classes i think it's yeah it's um men's choir it's all men we're singing and we sit down we have a break and i hear it sounds like a water bottle so i turn over to not drinking out of well he's drinking out of a water bottle that's for sure i look over and i got a photo of it it is definitely going in my photo series about mccracken county high school it's one of my favorite photos i've ever taken And I haven't even developed it yet. That's how much I love it. He has a gallon jug of water. Like the same kind of water that my grandma puts in her sleep machine to help with her snoring. He has a giant gallon jug of water. And I look over. He is quietly to himself chugging it. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Just head 90 degrees back. His eyes are staring at the ceiling. Gulp, gulp, gulp. And at a certain point, it becomes the funniest thing to me in the world. Even thinking about it now, it becomes funny. And I start laughing at it. 
a lot. Ooh, almost said his name. Elliot sees that I'm laughing, but he continues drinking. So I'm just laughing loudly at him gulping the gallon jug of water. And the whole room gets silent to where it's only the sound of Elliot gulping the gallon jug of water and me just dying because he's drinking the gallon jug of water to the point where it has now become an inside joke between our friend circle to because he's always gonna bring the gallon jug of water we all we chant him on now whenever we see him about to take a sip of the gallon jug of water we chant him on we're like chug chug and we're like drink the gallon <laughs> we encourage him to drink the gallon because it's I don't know why, but it is the funniest thing to all of us. It is a new inside joke to us. Anyway, you've heard me ramble on about nonsense for long enough. Thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to the Sound of Sergey podcast episode 16. I love each and every one of you from the bottom of my deep, 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 deep heart. My achy, breaky heart. I love each and every one of you. You guys make my day when you send me DMs. And like, I listened to the new episode. It was great. I love that. It makes my day. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Servanov, S-E-R-V-A-N-O-V underscore. That's my photography account. And at Sergey underscore speaks. That's my sort of YouTube comedy account. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Servanov, S-E-R-V-A-N-O-V. That is where you will get my YouTube videos every Friday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, noon Central Standard Time. You'll get a video from me. Every other week, it will be Snapshot, my photography series. And the weeks in between that, it will be Sergey Speaks, my more funny videos. I have a new video coming up, which basically today, by the time that you're going to hear it, it's today. So make sure... To subscribe to me there. Make sure to follow this podcast, The Sound of Sergey, on Spotify. Every Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you so, so, so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love each and every one of you guys. And I will see you next week.